Well, here we are. Can you believe it? It's 2023. And here I am starting season two of a podcast. Somebody slapped me. If anybody told me a year ago that I'd be starting season two of a podcast, I would have told them they were drunk. A year ago, at this time, I was only a month and a half into sobriety. The last thing on my mind was talking to humans about anything. I was in a state of almost constant anxiety. And it really was amazing what played out over the next few months. And that's what I'm going to talk to you a little bit about today. How I got here. How this introvert who doesn't want her face or voice anywhere got into podcasting, meditations, and going forward, some more new things. So how did I get here? I have been practicing meditation formally for about 16 years. Um, I dabbled in it here and there um, without knowing necessarily what it was called. Uh, As a small child, I remember moments of great peace um, just roaming around outside either in the Adirondacks or here in my hometown, Um, and just having these moments where I felt the need to just sit down, close my eyes, and bask in the radiance of the sun. Uh, They were times of immense peace, stillness, and really made me feel amazing, but I had no idea what it was that I was doing. Uh, Years later... Um, when I was pregnant with my son, I devoured books on hypnotherapy and meditation for childbirth because I was going to have an all-natural childbirth. I wasn't going to introduce these terrible drugs to my child. Well, we all know about expectations, and if you don't, don't worry, there's going to be an episode about that. Um, yeah, I was given Demerol, morphine, and an epidural. I was fine. My child was fine. Um, So, so much for my hypnosis and meditation during childbirth. But all of these uh, experiments with it laid the groundwork for about two years after my son was born. I started getting increased migraines again. Um, And other health issues. I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia, which I think was a misdiagnosis. Um, I suffered from chronic pain. And to deal with the stress of the pain, I started reading more about meditation. And during this time, Every task I had to do was a major event in my life. I did not have the patience to deal with 
an upset child or a sink full of dishes or the commute to work. Um, When you're in constant pain, it definitely affects your mood and your lifestyle. So I really got into reading more about meditation, um, began a yoga practice, and the book I stumbled across was Thich Nhat Hanh's The Miracle of Mindfulness. And this was the perfect little beginner basic book I needed in that moment. Anything deeper would have lost me because I was so out of touch with myself at that point. Um, And there was a passage in that book that has stuck with me about washing the dishes. And... Thich Nhat Hanh poses the question, why do we wash the dishes? And of course, most of us are going to say, well, because we need clean dishes to eat off of. And apparently that completely misses the point. And I never looked at it this way until reading this book. And he says, we wash the dishes to wash the dishes. Well, isn't that super simple and kind of smacks you right? in the face of course we're just washing the dishes to wash the dishes because that is a task to be done at hand every task we do deserves the same amount of mindfulness and it is our constant wanting to be done with things and thinking it's going to be better five minutes from now in the future when we're not washing dishes is the reason for our unhappiness and this clinging to always thinking something's better around the corner. This was mind-boggling for me in that moment. Now I kind of laugh at it that I was really mired into myself and my own drama so much. But it really worked out well. It allowed me to look at my child's experience of growing up differently and I'll get into that also in a later episode Um, right now I just kind of wanted to give you an overview of where all of this kind of generated from so with a mindfulness practice leading towards a deepening meditation practice um, a dedicated yoga practice I was beginning to feel better and enjoying life more. Um, I started my business, Dandelion Doorways. Uh, I began teaching mindfulness and wellness classes and meditation at local yoga studios. Um, I also uh, did craft fairs where I made jewelry and other mindfulness pieces. At this point in time, I also converted to Buddhism and dug in deep reading texts and various writers on the subject on how to better enrich my life and seek truth. That's right, everything seems lovely. And it was on the surface. Yet life slowly wears away. I 
developed additional health issues as I aged, as do we all, most of us anyway, as we age. And I am a fairly healthy, active person. Um, I've been vegetarian for about 15 years. And I try to work out for the older I get, the less for how I look, the more for just being able to move and get out of bed. I know that might sound crazy. I'm only 45. But some of the back issues and things I've had occasionally make this difficult. So it's functional fitness for me. And this has been, you know, the last 20 years of my life. Well, over the last five or six years, my migraines have increased. Um, I was diagnosed with stage four endometriosis, put on some crazy medication to cope and deal with that. Um, Then COVID hit. And, you know, I thought I was coping well. I wasn't. Um, I was taking wine tours of my yard at 2 o'clock in the afternoon during COVID. Uh, Dealing with the stress and anxiety of, you know, my parents who at first didn't think it was quite as serious and were still going out grocery shopping, which made me neurotic. Um, My husband and I work full time we were essential and had to go to work every day throughout the pandemic so there was some concern with that um our son was still in high school uh he was in 11th grade at the time and doing classes home and online uh we felt very bad for him things he was potentially missing out on but that was kind of what everybody was dealing with But I think because we were all inside and isolated, uh, some of us, I know I anyway, started to internalize a lot of this and used alcohol to numb my physical and emotional pain. So by the time COVID was over, I had a really consistent alcohol practice. Um, as I know, talking to other people, same thing happened to them. It was really frightening. Um, the increase in alcohol related illness, injury, and death during and after COVID. Um, so this continued and I was a rather high functioning drinker. Uh, it helped me cope with social anxiety physical and mental pain Um, but I knew I was drinking too much because every morning I woke up going holy shit did I really drink that much so I knew I needed to stop but anybody who's dealt with any type of addiction realizes it's a very difficult process Uh, and again I'll get into more detail on this in a later episode but needless to say November 8th, 2021 was my first day of sobriety, and I have been alcohol-free ever since. And dealing with 
the aftermath of that a year ago, the holidays, telling people I was ashamed. I'm, I'm much better now. I realize that telling my story definitely helps other people that are dealing with similar issues. Um, don't feel ashamed if you're going through this. Reach out. Send me an email. Info at dandeliondoorways.com can point you in the direction of some resources. Um, but it allowed me to take some time to go within and really see that my anxiety was completely self-generating because I've forgotten how to act not under the influence of alcohol. I had been a social drinker since the age of 20. So it really had affected um, how I viewed myself out in social settings. So now here I was sober in social settings, unsure of how to act. So I kind of took some time to stay out of social settings, to rediscover who I was for myself. And during this process, about five months into my sobriety, I started having these bizarre bizarre symptoms and at first thought I was losing my mind or that somehow it was related to me not drinking so I started getting nerve pain fingers and toes left side super painful then I lose feeling on the left side of my body or have this tingling sensation going all through my body Tremors started. Um, hands shaking, losing feeling in my fingers. Then the visual disturbances. This big spot of like white haze in front of my left eye. Then I was having issues speaking. And the migraines got worse. This was so bad to the point that I was unable to drive, was lucky I could function at all. I had to take a ton of time off from work and pretty much I have spent the last nine to ten months pretty much in my house on the couch. Uh, This was determined to be a migraine cycle where my neurologist believes that I have had one continuous migraine since this started in April. At the time, I also was diagnosed with Epstein-Barr virus, which you may know as mono. So super exhausted uh, on top of the pain and all of the other bizarre symptoms I was experiencing. So we finally have a pattern of what's going on. Um, I'm on medication. I give myself a once a month injection. 
and the longest I've gone without migraine pain is three weeks. So three weeks without pain, and that was honestly just the last three weeks. And I am recording this on December 27th. So this is still a huge improvement. So for three weeks, I felt sort of like myself again. I felt sort of like the person I was 10 years ago, which was absolutely amazing. And I'm hoping into 2023 this continues because with the added uh, meditation, yoga, and other mindfulness practices, the slowing down um, has really helped me get a grip on what is pushing myself too far and that I needed to take time to go within and fill my cup first. So... If you recall, I said all of this started, the migraines, the weird symptoms, last April. And that was around the time I started doing this podcast. Weird, right? That's what I used to cope. Um, I am a, again, very active, creative person. I need to be creating something. Um... I had been a drama director at a local high school and was creating a musical or sets. Um, And I had worked on the sets there for, for years. I draw, I write. It is just a part of me and it helps me cope much better than alcohol ever did. Um, so I started writing meditations as a therapeutic way for me to deal with what I was experiencing and figured, well, if I'm writing them, I might as well record them and put them out there. And that's what I did. Anchor made that super easy. I am so grateful for this platform. Um, so that started back in April. And I had wanted last year to do a little more uh, with the talks, um, but I wasn't ready. I, I wasn't there. I wasn't comfortable yet. I was more comfortable with scripted, sit down, have a plan, know what you're going to do, um, because I was still dealing with immense pain and confusion. So (laughs) during some of those meditations that I had recorded, um, I missay words, sentences, uh, because some of the cognitive issues I was having, um, I'd have a word in my head, but it would come out something totally different. Like I'd want to say, go within and seek the stillness, and it would come out, go find frogs. Um, It was bizarre. Uh, my husband and son would laugh hysterically and thank God for my sense of humor because at least I could laugh at that. Um, so the amount of editing I had to do with these meditations was insane. Um, but again, it 
it was a tool uh, for me to still be able to create something from the comfort of my couch. Uh, And that is what I'm still doing. Um, My cognitive function is much better now that we're slowly getting these migraine under control. So I don't have to hit pause quite as frequently. But I mean, some of those 10 minute meditations, I could only record 30 seconds at a time and then would piece the whole thing uh, together at the end. Um, But I'm grateful for going through all that because it has shown me that even in times of difficulty, I can persevere. And especially it's something that I love doing. Um, It really helps me with confidence and realizing that even in illness, I'm still here. I still can put forth quality material even when I'm not 100%. And I'm still not at 100%, but I'm 100% better than I was a year ago. So this year, I'm really hoping to bring some more conversation, um, more topics, uh, and really dive into mindfulness at a deeper level. I'm planning on having some guest speakers, and of course, everything will be interspersed with meditations here and there. But again, if there's any topics you'd like me to cover, please uh, send them to info at dandeliondoorways.com and I'd be happy to take a look at your suggestions. Um, And please, um, if you have found value in my content, please consider making a small donation so that I can keep this podcast going. Um, I am so grateful to be here. I'm grateful to be able to get all of this out without stumbling over words. Um, I hope you find some value in today's episode and I'll see you next time. Love and light.